this is Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Weirdo Magnet Today. Um, my episode is about a trip to New York. I went to visit my friend Jimmy Ohio. Hey, Jimmy. Hey. He came to visit. No, that's not true. I came to visit. Somebody so, visited somebody. Somebody visited and some shit happened. So we hope you tune in and enjoy. I don't know uh, what year was that that I came to visit you in New York. We haven't figured that out. I want to say it was like probably, well, it was before I worked at Ignite. So it was like at least 2000 and... And Nevada was dead, so that's my... He's <laughs> <laughs> been dead for a lot of years now. Nine years now, so that's always my benchmark. So it was between t- 2010 and 2012. So the benchmark is how long she's been dead? Well, the benchmark is I know when she died, and I know she was dead when I visited you. Yeah. So it was at least 2009. But, but we were friends when she was still alive. Correct. <laughs> Right, but I don't know if I visited you when she was still alive. I think I, I think she was, but that she's really not relevant. Sorry, <laughs> she's, not, she's not really relevant to the story anymore because she's dead. Correct, <laughs> because we've been friends. <laughs> we've been friends since uh, two thousand and six. You mean we were coworkers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You probably didn't like want to hang out with me until like 2007. Right after we were not working together. <laughs> I don't know. When we worked together, we drank a lot. We did. We were drunks. So that kind of segues into New York. Correct. I came to visit you and your family. Actually, I called your bluff because you moved there and you said, "Oh, hope you'll visit me in New York." And uh, I said, "I called you up and said I'm going to visit you in New York," and you said, "Okay." No, we had a lot of visitors. We yeah. enjoyed visitors. Well, good. So yes. we, we were living in Kensington, which is near the nice part of Ditmas, which is halfway between Prospect Park and Coney Island, the if the beach, if okay. anyone knows where that is. Well, yeah. When I lived, when I visited, you lived in uh, on Ditmas. Yeah, that was Kensington, which was a, a Pakistani and Hasidic Jew neighborhood. Okay. Now they're killing each other in other parts of the world, but they're they're Kumbaya in your neighborhood. They're not the really. They, they worked. They just walked separate sidewalks. I got you. And then we were one of the few, just you know, Catholic Caucasians. Bingo white square. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, because when I visited, you told me to take a. Uh, there was no car, so I got a town car, and there was a man that picked me up and then hit on me for an hour and a half while he drove me <laughs> to your house. So halfway to your house, he says, "Oh, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going to visit my a man." I didn't specify what kind of man you were, who you were in relation <laughs> you, to me. You I just what kind of man I, am. <laughs> I just let him fill in the blank sure. for my own safety. And then he got all irritated, and he's like, oh, you're going to visit a man? And I just left out the part that you were married with three kids. I said, yes, I'm going to visit a man. And luckily, since we hadn't had a conversation prior, you were standing on the curb when I arrived. That was convenient. Yeah, it was. So he was extra irritated, and I was extra grateful. You were getting a lot of action in New York. <laughs> New York was a hotbed of... Uh, girl, uh, Sexual tension? Yeah, dudes, <laughs> dudes, dudes thinking they were going to... Whatever. The dude was like, oh, I like your attitude. I'm like, well, I'm on vacation, so I'm pretty relaxed. Like, what do you mean? Oh, I just like your attitude. I'm like, oh, fuck. Then I had to... What just, the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I just was like, oh, I'm going to see my... I'm going to see Jimmy. And then he just got all mad. So it worked out well when you're standing did, outside. Did he know me? No, <laughs> he did not. He's like, oh, Jimmy, okay. Oh, that guy. He's an <laughs> asshole. See ya. He did not. Yeah. 
I don't think. Um, so that's what I remember upon my arrival to your uh, Brooklyn abode. Uh-huh, our humble abode. Yeah. And you guys nicely set up the living room. Yeah, that was like a, we had a, a curtain. Yeah. That we, you had a system. We did have a <laughs> For system. For visitors. Every, when we moved there from Detroit, it seemed like every month somebody from Michigan would come visit us. <laughs> so we made a permanent uh, guest room. Yeah. Out of our family room. I feel like it was November because it was pre-Thanksgiving and not yet Christmas. It was, it was definitely hedging on winter. It was right. on its way. It, it was because uh, the new James Bond movie was out, which played later. Skyfall? No, not Skyfall. The one before that. Uh, Casino Royale. No, the second one. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Which Should one? we cheat and use the internet? Uh, it was Casino Royale, and then it was... Uh, Spectre? Oh, yeah. Spectre, yeah. Spectre was the one. And we had to sit in the front row. Mm-hmm. Maggie was your wife, not too excited about that. Nobody was. We all got nauseous. <laughs> and I wasn't going to go because I was like, oh, no, I have friends. I said I'd see it when I got home, but you guys convinced me to go because you had a babysitter. Yeah, that was rare, probably. Yeah. So, actually, me and Maggie went out first to do that chocolate bar. It's like, all chocolate-themed, and you said, that sounds like ladies' things. You guys go do that, and I'll meet you later. Still does, yeah. Yeah. So we went and ate a bunch of chocolate and then drank some wine. And mm-hmm. met you at the movies, and then Maggie left, and then you and I went out for, like, six hours. But that wasn't the Coney Island. That isn't even the point <laughs> that, of why we're... That was a whole other story, but <laughs> that's his business. That is his business. <laughs> no, that's a that's another situation. That's a different New York. Yeah, but now I've led us into that, so we either have to... You people didn't tune in for that. No, I, th- I think we should skip straight to Coney Island. Okay, so it was like a Saturday or Sunday, just you and I. We got on the train. Which train would that have been? Uh, Some kind of subway train, obviously. It was a subway train. Well, the, the F and the, the QB, we were right in between the two, so... I'm going to guess it was the QB that took us there. Okay, so it was like off-season, and it was cold. And I remember when we got off, there was a bunch of Ukrainian women with folding tables and sweaters. Well, it was, it was probably Russian, because it's okay. Little Odessa, which is a Russian okay. neighborhood. I just remember piles of sweaters, and they were like a dollar. Uh-huh. And I said, what's going on? And you said, this is normal. I said, okay. And then we trolled around Coney Island, walked up and down, because we like a good drink. It was the afternoon. I want to say it was like one or two. Was it? Yeah, we were walking on the boardwalk, and I remember it being cold. Maybe it was gray, but it was definitely cold and a little windy. It was cold, and we had jackets, but it wasn't like, you know, um, glove weather, but it was cold. We were the only people there, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the it was completely abandoned. And, yeah, and windy and, like, abandoned looking. Uh-huh. And then you opened that door to the one bar, and you said, are they open? And the guy said no, and then he craned his head around and looked at me and said, yeah, we're open, come in. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so we were walking down the boardwalk, and everything was closed, and uh, I, I usually drink. There was a bar or two that I'd go to, and yeah. there was just this one, uh, what was it called? Ch- Chi Chi's Cha Cha? Chi yeah, something like that. Chi Chi's Cha Cha. I, I saw the, the, the door kind of flapping open, like a screen door. Yeah. And that's when I peeked my head in, and I'm like, hey, you open? He's like, no, and then you were right behind <laughs> me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we come in, and it's all abandoned in there. I remember the plumbing was shut off. Yeah, because they had a, a bucket. You had to pull yeah, the Yeah, because I said, I, you know, at some point I had to go to the restroom because we'd been there for like three hours, and they were like, well, you can use the bathroom, but don't flush and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 
I don't even know how to explain this, so let's see. We sit down, random crazy guy that apparently owns the bar, I don't know what his name was. Him and his friend. Cha-cha? Yeah, Cha-cha and his friend were in there. His and friend was like a homeless guy, though, right? Right, kind of dodgy looking. I'm the... assuming he only had one eye, but that's just my <laughs> recollection. And his whole wall behind us was just pictures of artists and musicians and random casts of the Sopranos. Oh, yes. Yeah, and he started saying... Something about Jackie Wilson, who is some lesser-known Motown star, which my mom listens to, so I'm familiar with Jackie Wilson's music. But I could not pick Jackie Wilson out of a lineup, except this guy said, don't say you know if you don't, because that was his signature phrase, remember? Yeah, that's... So I said, I know who Jackie Wilson is, and he says, don't say if you know if you don't. If you know who he is, then pick him out of that wall lineup, and I... Turned around thinking, uh, fuck, I'm about to get shot in the back, so hopefully this, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully this goes okay. So I look, and I pick out a random guy that I think could be Jackie Wilson, and for some miracle, I, I guessed correctly, and then we were Congratulations. in. Thank you. Then we were in like Flynn. Yeah, we were. Free drinks all afternoon. As I recall, when we walked in, he said he had to finish off the keg because he didn't want it to go bad over the winter season. Oh, yes. So he was trying to ply you with drinks. <laughs> he got, started with me. I was getting some free drinks at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. And then he got really mad because I was getting really drunk. And then he proceeds to say, oh, are you two together? And you said, I already have a ball and chain <laughs> at home. So then he took that as free reign to hit on me for mm-hmm. the next two hours. Which I was fine with because <laughs> I was getting free beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, he was breaking out all the hits. So what's your sign? And uh-huh. where do you live? And where are you sleeping tonight? And I said Brooklyn, because uh, you lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. I wasn't giving him more than that. And I don't remember how it started, but Arlo Guthrie or Woody Guthrie, one of them came up, and him and his friend thought that was like a sign, like I was some divine being from some other where. Well, that's an easy mistake. <laughs> it always is. And uh, we talked about that, and then he made me listen to his crazy voice. And I was like, you hear this? Bob Dylan. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm like, he, he swore that he had a, a voice message from Bob Dylan. Right, so he made me listen to it, and it was some garbled, crazy guy. He's like, it's Bob Dylan, isn't it? And I'm like, sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yep, for sure it was Bob Dylan. And then I, at that point, I was getting really drunk, remember? And I was giving you my beer. Yeah, and you he, were giving them to me, and he was getting mad because yeah, he, he got, was trying to get you drunk, not he, me. Yeah, he got really mad. And I said, well, my friend's going to stay here, so he needs to drink, too. It's like, okay, you can have a half a glass. He wasn't giving it up. I feel like they were Russian for some reason. I don't think the guy was. Just a crazy American? Because he was certainly nuts, obviously. He was, well, he was Coney Island. So you got that. And then Cha-Cha's is a pretty well-known place. I I don't know if it's still open, but uh, for old Coney Island, it was like... A legendary. Right. Because that's why he had that wall of fame, so to speak. Yeah. And every time he would say, he would try to point somebody out and have you guess it. (laughs) Don't, what was his Don't say you know if you don't. Don't say you know if you don't. And he was very aggressive about that. He was. Like, don't say you know if you don't. And I'm like, I do know who Bob Dylan is, though. So, yes, he was. (laughs) Who doesn't know who Bob Dylan is? (laughs) And that definitely was not Bob Dylan on the. (laughs) Definitely not, no. Because if you know Bob Dylan, if you're friends with Bob Dylan, you're not hanging out at a. Run down, off-season, <laughs> Coney Island shack, <laughs> serving up your old drinks out of your keg, waiting for just random strangers to come by. <laughs> Trying to drain the keg <laughs> and hit on the tourists. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, I'm trying to think what else happened that day. That was a different day from our other adventure with. Was the, it? With the it's not your it's not his business. That was like the night before. All right, yeah, but that was a that was I I spent a lot of time in Coney Island because it was the weirdest place. Yeah. In New York, I, it's changed now. It's got some nice like ice cream shops and everything, and they've taken away a lot of the, the awkwardness. The eccentricity. There used to be a shoot the freak, which you had a paintball gun. <laughs> And it would just be a guy running back and forth, and it was like, you like know... An like an actual a, human? Yeah, an actual... Uh, and you could hear the barker while you were, like, on the beach. Come on, shoot the freak! <laughs> but I don't think they have shoot the freak in the empty lot anymore. I wouldn't think, unless it was Trump. People no. would shoot the Trump. <laughs> shoot. Just shoot him, run him across. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Yeah, uh, it's pretty politically incorrect these days. What are you going to do? That's what I liked about Coney Island. It was so... I, oh, that same day, we went to Nathan's Coffee, um, coffee sorry, Coney Hot Dog Island. Stand, yeah. yeah, the famous where they have the uh, hot dog eating contest every yes. year, and I enjoyed that because I don't really like hot dogs, but they had free, you can have beer there, mm-hmm. so I had a Killian's, and you had some other kind of beer. So, uh, one year, maybe the year before that, I can't recall, but I took our oldest daughter to the hot dog eating contest, oh. and she was quite old but she was on my uh, shoulders and we were leaning against the big uh, bus stop sign or overhang and it was probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life yeah trying to watch it on TV you almost vomit so we, we left quickly and we walked down the corner and there was a guy with a bucket you put five dollars in and he'll take your picture he'll put a parrot and a boat <laughs> instructor on your arm and chloe got the picture taken with uh i should show it to you sometime yeah this big snake and a parrot on her on her arm just and, hanging out together and maggie was not happy about that, <laughs> my wife but we ro- rode the cyclone for the first time the the old wooden uh, yeah roller coaster that was fun that was yeah uh, it about broke my back it's not good for Bad backs. Rickety and old. Oh, like yeah. Like that one at Cedar Point, the landmine or yeah, whatever it's called. It's, it's exactly like, kidda, 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 kidda. <laughs> You're like just waiting for it to collapse and croak. Yeah. You're it's like, pretty much like this that. This is how I'm going to be taken out, uh-huh. really. Yeah. Yeah. I left Coney Island. That was like probably my favorite day of our trip besides the evening out that followed that James Bond viewing. James Bond viewing. Yeah, the movie. After we went to the movie, some segueing back to like, the, I think it was okay. probably the yeah. night before, your wife, Maggie, then she left and she said, you guys go out, I'm going home because she went home to relieve the babysitter. So the three of us went to the James Bond movie. Was, was that, that must have been in Prospect Park. Do you remember? It was a um, smaller theater. We walked a long way to get there, me and Maggie did, because we were at, we were in Park Slope at the chocolate place in Brooklyn. All right, if you walked there, then it was the one in, in Prospect Park. Yeah. Right up, up. Yeah. It was popular at the... I mean, the movie had just come out. It was like... Right. Everyone I, was there. I was just trying to think if it was the, the bigger movie theater in, in Times Square, but it wasn't. No, it was definitely wasn't Times Square. Okay. It was definitely Brooklyn area still. Yeah. And so we went to the movies, and then she left. We were all nauseous because we were right in the front <laughs> of a James Bond film. It's very jarring. Yeah, yeah. She left, and then you and I proceeded to some kind of nighttime adventure, which we were out till 5 a.m. 
It's just normal. Right, because we just kept going to different bars. And apparently we were at the one bar right near the theater. And then we got lost, unbeknownst to me, because I don't know where anything is right, anyway. I probably just didn't admit that you we didn't, were lost. You didn't tell me we were lost, but we were at some <laughs> point kind of walking across some abandoned bridge in some shady neighborhood, and you were just like, oh, it's cool. And I, was like, I was not uh, remotely alarmed, but then you told me later that you were quite uh, afraid we were going to be mugged, because apparently we're in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> I didn't know where we were. I didn't either, obviously. <laughs> so we left there, and then we found a random sports bar at like 2.30, do well, bars don't, bars don't close till 4 in New Right, York. yeah. So we went to a sports bar. It was like 2.30, which a sports bar is very jarring at 2.30 in the morning because it's techno-y but dark, but sports, sports, sports well, on every no, TV. No sports, live TV, sports no, at 2 a.m., no. No, so, but we were at some <laughs> kind of, I would classify as a sports bar. It was okay. very dark. The beer was cheap. That's why we are in there, obviously. Sure. Because we love sports. No, it was because of the beer. So, so cheap. I, that must have been Manhattan. Somewhere yeah. in Manhattan. Yeah, and then uh, when we left there, I feel like we went to some swanky, loungy-type bar mm-hmm. for one drink, and there was not our scene, but we, no. we stayed for one. And then when we left that bar, we were hungry, so then it was like... Okay, so we were in the Lower East Side near uh, Chinatown, I think. Okay, I'll take your word for near it. Near the F train stop, and that's where we were wandering around, and then we found that... That restaurant on the, the corner. The diner, yeah. It was very brightly lit. Yes, too bright. <laughs> and that guy, we were sitting down at our little table, and he came in all bloody. Yeah, He'd yeah, clearly yeah. been in a bar fight recently. So we were, we were just eating. I don't even remember what I ordered. You were having breakfast of some sort, I feel like. Okay. It was like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And, I and was, it was packed, though, right? It was. It was full on. Like, I was probably eating french fries or chocolate cake, because that's my MO at 4.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like you were eating eggs. I, I don't was know. probably being responsible yeah. at 4.30 in the morning. One of us had to be. It wasn't me. I was on vacation. so. Yeah, so we were eating, and there was, like, a, a counter at the front, and this guy came in for carryout. And he was just, what was it, just his nose? He was just bleeding His whole all face, over the place. his nose and his whole face. Like, his nose was clearly broken, and blood was pouring out. But it was, and then he had a bunch of dried blood on the, like, from his forehead down. Like, just, his whole face was, like, coated with blood. Yeah. And I remember, like, looking over and then, like, looking at you, like, what the fuck is that? And then you looked over and we were both just like, holy shit. And the dude standing at the counter ordering a sandwich, like, no big deal. And the little busboy was like... He's a bleeding all over, and the owner goes, "That's his business." <laughs> yeah, they were just the owner just wanted to serve him and act like he wasn't like, like he, just smashed in the face. And he didn't even seem to be aware that he was just in a fight. Like he did oh, not no, seem to be under was, distress. Nothing. He was just hungry. He needed a sandwich. He was just drunk as shit. And that busboy just was uh, concerned. He's like, but he's bleeding. Well, everybody was concerned in the restaurant. It was disgusting. I know. He looked like he was just walked off a murder scene, and we kept... I think we were waiting for some cops to come in, like, because clearly... Somebody's gonna come in, but like he it went in there. Like if if you were the owner, you would have called the cops or right. at least kicked the guy out or something. But or, no, they were just gonna serve him a sandwich. He just wanted a sandwich, and he's like, "That's his business." That's so his business. he sat at the counter because we had a table, and he there was like a you know there's like a low counter with the stools. Right. And I feel like he just sat like but right in front of us, so I had to watch his bloody face the whole time I'm trying to eat my. <laughs> French fries and cake or whatever I was eating. Just didn't want to deal with that. Nobody wants to deal with that. No, and you're like, that's New York. 
Yeah. That was your response when I we were both concerned about it. You're like, well, that's New York. And that's it. And then we got home and then went to sleep, and then Maggie made us quiche. Did she? Nice wife. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Like, we slept for, like, three hours, and then the kids were awake. And then uh-huh. she was like, oh, be quiet. Your dad's had a late evening. <laughs> like, holy crap. <laughs> she made us homemade quiche, and we had quiche. Um, I don't know what else we did that day, but, yeah. Probably not a whole lot else. I wouldn't think. It was a lot. I mean, you didn't go on any touristy tourist stuff, did you? Uh, the one morning I came to visit you, I was going to go visit you at work. We had had breakfast together, but then you had to go to work, and I was at some diner. So when I left you, I thought, oh, I'm near the 9-11, I mean, I'm near the New York Trade Center. I'll go look. That won't be sad, because I'm stupid. <laughs> That's not a laughable moment, but no. it, it sounds funny. So I go there, and this was before anything was built there. It was just the decimated space, uh-huh. and it was obvious, it just... When you walked up, it felt super depressing and somber. Right. And there was a giant tour of Japanese tourists posing in front of the decimated area, smiling like they're at Disney World. <laughs> and I was just thinking, well, this is a different culture, but that's not what should be happening here. But that's here nor there. But anyway, I went there by myself and super depressing, obviously, but I just kept thinking, that won't be depressing, that's fine. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. I, I went there, too. Yeah, and that, that so I was super bummed out, and then you were at work, because I think it was like a Friday, and I walked around. Yeah, it was a Friday, because then, yeah. I came to see you later at work, but I was at, time, I like walked around um, Manhattan and just went to, uh, I think I went to like the Ann Loft, or the Ann Taylor Loft signature oh, flagship fancy. store. Yeah, because yeah. I bought myself a coat. Oh, wow. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a red corduroy. You still have that? I do, I do. Oh, good. Yeah. That was only like a decade ago. <laughs> I know. It's probably still in style, I'm sure. Uh-huh. It probably came back by now. I'm sure. Well, it was one of those things like you get to an age where you don't want a useless um, tchotchke, so you try to buy something that would just remind you of the trip, but it still has right. some useful value. So that's what I was going for. Um, no, that's good. There was a giant Victoria's Secret that was three levels high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That was, that was just too much. Too much pink shit. <laughs> and I met you for lunch at some, I want to say like a Korean noodle place. Like there was a like a dumpling place by your oh, office. Oh, right, right, right. I met you there for lunch. Yeah, it was K-Town, which is only like one street. I think it's maybe 23rd Street, uh, somewhere around there. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, did we get pho or did we get dumplings? I got dumplings. I think I was afraid of pho. Yeah, well, I think it was the dump. There's, there was one place that was great at dumplings, and then there was like a few doors okay. down that was a great I feel like place. we were at the dumpling place. Yeah. Because yeah. then I came to visit you at work, and I met your friend Evan Cordes. Is that his name? Uh, Evan Cordes. Cordes, yeah. I, I met- used to always call him Evan Corday. Okay. Because I thought it was fancier. Yeah, so I met him because he also seemed miserable. Yeah, yeah, we were in misery together. Right. That was the most miserable job I've ever had in my yeah. life. And I've had, I worked at a food court once. Yeah, and your friend Karen, I met her. Karen Dahlstrom, great, great. Yeah, and we went to, you took us to some country bar because you found $7 pitchers of Budweiser. Right. And uh, that was cool. I remember the waitresses all wore leather bustiers, which you were quite happy about, which I could take yeah. or leave. 
No, but then I went into the bathroom. Right, and, and you someone had a meltdown. Had written the N word like on the bathroom wall. Yes. And I was like, we, we gotta get the F out of here. Yeah. I can't came, handle this. You came out bar. and you were all white and you were like, we gotta, I mean, whiter than you are. And you <laughs> said, we gotta leave. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're just like, we just have to go. No, it wasn't just that it was graffiti, it was just that it, it felt like the culture of the bar kind of yeah. hit me all of a sudden. Yeah. I can you, respect that. Even in Manhattan, it just seemed all kinds of wrong. Yeah. So we left. We took a stand. Yeah, we did. And we left. Took a political stand on that one. We did. And then we had to forego the cheap pitchers of beer for social conscious. Yeah. And where did we go after that? Any idea? Um, hmm. No. That might have been, that night might have been an early night. We might have went home after that. We didn't go karaoke? Meh, maybe. I, I definitely didn't sing, obviously. Well, I don't think Evan would have, but I, I remember that's how I met Karen. You two might have sang, and then I might have. I'm having a vague memory. Perhaps we did. When, when I met Karen, we were working together, and after this off-site meeting, it yeah. was so terrible, and I didn't really know anybody. We had just moved there, and Karen and I are leaving together, and I go, oh, what are you going to do? Like, I was going to see if she wanted a drink. She's like, oh, I got to go do karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> and I already, like, that was like, oh, we're going to be great friends. Like, if she, if alone, that was her, like... Plan. Yes. Right. So I went with her. and But she's, like, an amazing singer. Yeah. So it's not as fun. Right. Is <laughs> like, when it was with me. Yeah, you, you, I, you can't be a great singer because it just puts everyone else to shame. You're supposed right. to be kind of bad. Well, I, I did that well. I did that terrible, remember? Last well, last year you had you forced me to sing karaoke? Well that was last year when I got booed by someone who was at the bar. <laughs> well I got booed first. She yelled, You're terrible. And you su- suggested to me that she wasn't speaking to me, but I'm like, but I was the only one up there. No, there's a video where someone yells at me as well. But the same night when we went to Hattrick? Yeah, because I was singing uh night moves. Right. And someone yelled like you're awful, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, well, they, they yelled, get off the stage, to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and their defense, rightfully so, because the guy had to just keep turning up the audio tune or whatever they do for when you're terrible. Oh, that's good. Because you threatened me with, if I don't start writing something, you were going to release that everywhere. You uh, were very drunk. I was not as drunk. And I kept telling you, I'm not drunk enough to be singing karaoke. And you're like, I'm like, I'm terrible. And you're like, that's awesome. That's the best. That's what makes it good. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. It's really bad. And you're like, it'll be fine. So then I picked that Loretta Lynn song that I don't even know very well. Which one? Um, don't Come Home a Drinkin' with Lovin' on Your Mind, oh, I, I think. Oh, I love that song. It's a good one. But I re- you don't know you don't know a song until you're trying to sing it for really? karaoke. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, this is a short song. I like the chorus. And then you realize there's all these other words. <laughs> that I have never listened to or paid attention to, so I'm trying to read and learn it as I'm singing and yeah. can't cannot sing. Well, as, as a dyslexic guy, it's even harder <laughs> <laughs> trying to be, like, uh, drunk and yeah. reading a karaoke thing. Well, I remember your Bob Seger sounded a little bit like Christopher Walken as Bob <laughs> Seger, which was awesome, because at least you can sing. Uh, he didn't He didn't keep auto-tuning you. Well, I, I never want to sing, like, the real artist. Like, yeah, that's no fun. Right. My brother Shane always has an argument. Like, he doesn't like artist Christmas album because he's like, I don't want to hear Elvis sing Silver Bells. I want Elvis to sing Elvis. 
Uh, Which is a fair good. argument. Yeah, but everybody so. does a Christmas album. Oh, be careful with that mic. Oh. There okay. you go. Somebody, I, so I asked him a couple years ago, Donnie and Marie, were, Donnie Osmond, for those young I'm listeners. Yeah. yeah. And Marie, his sister. Osmond. Were, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a show at Detroit. So I thought the people watching would be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Plus it's a once in a lifetime. Were they playing at a casino? No, they were playing at like the Fox or something. Oh. So I call Shane. I'm at work and I say, hey, you want to go see Donnie and Marie? And he's just long pause. He goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I said, no. He's like, when does that sound funny? He's like, no. No, it doesn't. Not. It does sound a little pitiful. It does. But also, it would be either amazing or horrible. There's not going to be any in between. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I like a, a few of the Osmond songs. Yeah. You know? I would, I would go... Would suddenly appear? That's the Carpenters. It's all the same. <laughs> Karen Carpenter, poor thing. Yeah. Poor thing. She's... Dead. No, uh, the Osmonds are... Uh... They're a special group. They sure are. Did I tell you that when I was a kid, instead of a Ken doll, I had a Donnie Osmond. Oh. I asked Santa for Ken. Yeah. So Christmas morning, I unwrap what it looks like a Ken-shaped box. I'm very excited. I open it, and it's this weird doll. And I say to my mom, what is this? Why did Santa bring me this? <laughs> she says, oh, that's better than Ken. That's Donnie Osmond. Uh. And I said, oh, well, I don't, I don't like Donny Osmond, but because he was wearing a purple and pink fringe jumpsuit. But she tells me later that, years later, that Donny was like four dollars and Ken was like twelve. Yeah, We're working well, on the budget, go. so there we there go. There you go. So yeah, so my Barbie dated Donny Osmond. This point. Right, but no carpenters whatsoever. None. They probably had a doll, but because there was a brother and a sister in the carpenters. Richard, carpenter. Yeah. Karen was the sister. Uh-huh. I think the brother's probably still alive because he didn't have anorexia. <laughs> shouldn't laugh. I can't help it. This is a politically non-correct podcast, though. Is it? I I think podcasts are like that, aren't they? Yeah, that's uh, that's actually why I like them because they're the last. It seems the last medium where you can just say whatever you want without worrying about. How it sounds, or whatever. I mean, people are either going to like it or they're not. The ones I like, they're just people talking. Yeah. Because this one has just been me talking to myself. It's nicer to have you here to talk to. Yeah, it's nice to talk with you as well. Thank you. (laughs) We'll have to do another one. We will. Yeah, let's. And uh, now you can listen to my song, (laughs) Your Eyes. Enjoy Jimmy's original music. If you're interested in Jimmy Ohio's music, please see him on YouTube and Facebook fame.